Welcome to the Solid Food Podcast. This podcast is to help us grow from milk to meat. Hebrews 5 verses 12 to 14 tells us, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food, for everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. The study of man is called anthropology. Man was created in the image of God. Genesis 1 verses 26 and 27 tells us, Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Genesis 2 gives more detail on human creation. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. Genesis 2, 7. The man gave names to all livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. This is found in Genesis 2, verses 20 to 22. Both man and woman were created without sin. Genesis 1:31a says, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. So humanity started off in perfection with an unbroken relationship with God and each other. But then they chose to sin, breaking God's command, and thus they died spiritually and eventually physically. From then on, all humans are born with a sin nature and an inability to live righteously on their own. Hermartiology is the theological study of sin while soteriology is the study of salvation and how God planned for the redemption of those that he chose. We will look at each of those theological disciplines separately. While man is now affected by sin, he still bears the image of God. This is why Christians have such a high view of human life, for we bear God's image. All human life is precious because of this. Our doctrine or belief on man affects how we treat other people. If we believe that all humans are created in God's image, we will treat them differently than we would if we think they're just a higher version of the animals. That's why it is important to recognize that man is a created being, not just something that evolved from lower life forms. This is why we study anthropology, the doctrine of man. Hamartiology is the doctrine of sin. Nowadays, the topic of sin is not a popular one, yet the Bible makes it clear that we are born sinners. None is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Romans 3, 10b through 12. Romans 3:23 tells us, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And Ephesians 2, 1 says, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked. Adam and Eve disobeyed God's command in the garden. We can see this in Genesis 2, verses 15 to 17, as well as Genesis 3, 1 to 7. 
As a result, every human born since then has been a sinner, except for Jesus Christ. Romans 5.12 tells us, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men, because all sinned. The good news is that God has made a way for us to be redeemed from our sin through his son Jesus Christ, and we will look further at that in the Doctrine of Salvation, or Soteriology. Soteriology is the doctrine or study of salvation. How we are saved from our sins so that we can have a relationship with a holy God is an important matter to understand. This doctrine has caused many a debate down through the years, including the order of events in salvation. There's also the debate of who does what in salvation. What does the Bible teach us about being saved? We know from Ephesians and other Bible passages that we are saved by faith and not by works. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not of works, so that no one can boast. Nothing that we have done or could ever do is enough to merit our salvation. Yet because of our sin, we cannot have a relationship with a holy God. So God provided a way for us to be saved by sending his own son, Jesus Christ, as a human to live a perfect life and to die in our place, taking on the penalty of our sins to himself. When we acknowledge our sin, repenting and turning in faith to Jesus as our only Savior, God grants us salvation. One of the theological terms used for this is justification, which means that God declares us righteous. Though in reality we do still sin, Jesus paid the penalty for that sin, and his righteousness is credited to us so that we can have a relationship with the Holy God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Other aspects that are in the theology of salvation include regeneration, which is the Holy Spirit awakening us to the realization that we are sinful and we need Jesus to save us. Upon salvation, the Holy Spirit indwells us, which Ephesians 1 tells us is a seal to guarantee our salvation. While justification, which is being declared righteous by God and granted eternal life through Jesus Christ, is a one-time thing, our salvation is then worked out through what is called sanctification. God doesn't just leave us as we are when we get saved. Rather, he works in us through his word and the Holy Spirit to make us holy, sanctifying, or setting us apart as his children. While salvation is not by works, it is evidenced through the works that result afterwards in our lives as we grow to become more like Christ. Eventually, we will be finally saved by our glorification when Christ returns and we are given new bodies that will never die or sin again. This is a wonderful hope that believers can cling to as we still struggle with the effects of sin in this world and with the breakdown of our physical bodies through aging. Other topics of theology that we could talk about would be angelology, which is the doctrine of angels and demons. Ecclesiology is the doctrine of the church, and eschatology, the doctrine of end times or last things.